What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Big Baby Steve. Thanks for tuning in. This is another long-awaited, highly-anticipated episode. Sorry I've been going for quite a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, I've been trying to get things right. You know what I'm saying? But, like, it's been a minute since I have put an episode. So, I really just be, like, I have to apologize. Like, But a lot has gone on in, within the last eight weeks. You know what I'm saying? Within the last eight weeks, a lot has gone on. Maybe a little bit more than eight weeks. Um, so I'm, I'm back and I'm, and I'm glad that I'm back, you know, cause now I get to like tell you guys what went down and why I haven't posted in so long, uh, or uploaded an episode in so long. So let me, let me just get down straight down to it. I'm not going to bore you guys. I'm just going to go straight into the, into what went on. So a couple of months ago around literally springtime, maybe around May, June, uh, I have a friend of mine, Johnny, who, uh, sent me a post on Instagram and he said that uh, hip hop since 1987 is looking for some podcasters. You know, they first I said it was just a podcast, like a host for a podcast, and they were looking for people. So he sent me the post. So I went, found out how to, you know, basically put my application in, sent them a resume and, and you know, and an email, let them know like I already have a podcast. I'm experienced. I've interviewed people. Like I'm, like I'm good. Like if you need me. So literally, that was literally months ago. So around, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the beginning, the end of, of September, uh, they hit me up and they and literally this is how long it was that like once they hit me up, I didn't even know like what they were like asking me for because they were like, we would like you to come in for, you know, an interview and whatever. And I like an adult, audition interview. That's what they said. So I'm sitting there like, okay, like, I don't even know what this is for. So I had to ask them, like, what is this for again? And they're like, oh, yeah, you send in the, your application in for hip hop since 1987. I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. Cool. They, I said, when's, when's them, you know, the audition? They said, tomorrow. Now, mind you, this is a Friday. So they're telling me that the, that the audition is the very next day. So right there, you know, number one, that should be a red flag for me. Like, why am I only getting this literally not two weeks or a week in advance or a month in advance? I'm getting this less than 24 hours in advance. So I said, you know what? Cool. So I tell them and uh, they basically were like, because uh, I had work the next day on Saturday. So they're like, this is the time that we need you for this, that, that, that. So I said, cool. So I went the next day, uh, was able to come in a little late for work. And I go in there and I do my audition. And it seemed, it, it wasn't a, an audition audition. It was like, I don't, like, I don't know how to describe it. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, sorry. Let me go back. I'm, I'm mistaken. I'm mistaken. I didn't have work on Saturday. I was going to go meet my girlfriend's parents for the first time. Uh, and I was going to have dinner with them. And it was supposed to be around like five, six o'clock. So when he had told me that the meeting was at four o'clock, I was like, damn, this is really going to, you know, I don't want to make a bad impression by coming extra late to this dinner. So I told her the day before I said, Hey, can we move it a little later on? And she was like, cool. So I told her I'd probably be there around, you know, between four and five is what I said. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I go in there and the audition is basically, I sit down and like, we, they take us into the studio and they sit us down and they interview me and they have me like ask questions 
while on the mic just to see how I sound, I guess. And which at first you would think isn't bad. Like, see, that's not that bad. You're right. Unless they literally were late as shit. And I, excuse my, my language, but they were just late on the whole thing. Like, I got there early. I got there around 3.40. I didn't get seen until maybe almost 5 o'clock-ish. You know what I'm saying? And there was other people there, don't get me wrong. But it was supposed to be quick. But they, the reason it wasn't quick is they were waiting for the cameraman to come. Which sucks, because, like, some of us actually have something to do, because... I don't know when you told the other people who were coming here, but you only gave me less than 24 hours. So I really had to move things around. So like, I would like to get going. So we did the interview and that was the first interview. So I left. And two weeks later, they they hit me up and they said they want me to come for a second audition. I said, all right, great. Now this, this one, they gave me like two days notice. So I said, all right, cool. This Saturday, that Saturday also was for the second audition. So I said, all right. Luckily, I believe I didn't have, I did have work also that weekend as well. So luckily I was able to talk to my job and I was able to come in a little later. That way I can do the interview. So I get there and they said the, the interview was going to start literally around like 12. That's what they said. 12 o'clock. I get there for the second audition and everyone who was there for the first audition who has been called back is now there for the second audition. And I met some really cool people. One of them was uh, Curtis. Uh, he has a a, uh, a podcast called uh, Wake Up. I think, it's, I think it's the Wake Up Call, if I'm not mistaken. You can find him on Instagram, Wake Up Call. Cool ball. Like, he's, like, everyone else was kind of quiet. He was the only one that was really, like, talking to everybody and, like, making us, like, discussing things. So he was a really cool ball. I, I, I fucked with him on a thousand. So we're waiting in there, and as we're waiting... One of the the females that was working with the, I don't, I don't I think they're a radio station. I'm not sure what they are, but I guess they're for a, a part of a radio station. They come to they come to us and they give us these contracts and it says that basically in the contracts they're signing us for two years and that anything we do, uh, out from audio to video whatever, they own it. You know what I'm saying? So me and Curtis was sitting there like, damn, we don't want to do this because we have our own podcast. We have our own thing going on we wouldn't want to give up the rights to our own thing to do this so they literally take forever like for no reason they take forever to do the second audition and they call us in this time we have to interview somebody so it was like a random like they didn't tell us who we were interviewing they just said they were going to be interviewing an artist so i'm like all right cool so we get in there and the artist is like he's he's uh his name's John, really cool ball, uh R&B singer. Uh I'm not sure if he raps or not, but he was a really cool. I sit down and I said, "Well, do I have time to prep?" Because I don't know if John knows how to do an interview. Like a lot of people don't understand that when you do an interview, there has to be a structure going on. You can't just do an interview just to do an interview. Like I have to know, I have to at least prep my interviewer that way I could be like, "Hey, the more you give me in an interview, the better. The more I less I have to talk and people get to learn from you, even better. Because what they told me on the email was, this is going to be a 10, 15 minute conversation. So the last thing I want is for only for John to only give me five minutes worth of content in the next 10, 15 minutes. I'm like pulling teeth to get him to talk. So they said, no, no, no prep. We're just going straight in. So I said, damn. 
luckily enough, John, awesome dude, literally, I guess he like, he literally knew what the what, what was going on, and he gave me a great interview, and it was only five minutes. Literally, they told us in an interview, be ready for a 10, 15 minute interview. They literally gave us five minutes, and I said, that's bananas. I can't, like, whatever. You know, I, I understand, like, Steve, you're just auditioning, but five minutes, you can't see what I can do in five minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can, but I can't get everything. I can only, I'm only getting one one question in. Like, I can't get two questions in. I can't get, I'm only getting one question in. So, they're like, and then, you know, when it's five minutes, we'll let you know. So, I said, well, look, if that's going to be the case, I pointed to the lady who gave me the contract, and I said, well, you give me, since you're recording, and stuff in the back, you give me a signal when I have two minutes left. That way I can wrap up, I can show you how to wrap up. Because a lot of people think that you just end an interview just by ending an interview. And that's not the case. To end an interview, you have to do it properly. And one thing that I enjoy is at the end of the interview, asking my person that I'm interviewing, how can people find you on social media? How people can find your work? That way, at the end of the podcast, you can go, oh, I really like this interview. I really want to know more about this person. Let me go ahead and check this guy out. So I literally give a listing of your social media, your where they can find your work, what platforms you're on. So they were, and for some reason, they were like, oh, no, you don't need, I said, no, no, no. Like, I like that was, that was the first straw for me. Like, no, like that's, I pointed to her and I said, Give me the signal. Like, I don't care what y'all, y'all, y'all talking about. You're not going to tell me. You guys want me as a podcaster. I don't need you guys as a, you know what I'm saying? Like, not that I think I'm the shit or anything, but like, you're not going to tell me how to do this interview, how to conduct this interview. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the I'm doing the interview, not you guys. So if I say give me a signal, I mean give me a signal. I don't expect you guys to be like, no, I expect you to be like, all right, cool. If that's what you guys want. That's what you want. And that's, you know, so I pointed to a lady. I said, give me an interview. I mean, uh, sorry, give me a signal for what to went to end of the interview. Interview went great. I get out of there. I see Curtis because Curtis was one of the first people that did his audition. So he was still there. And he was still contemplating on the couch where they be outside of the studio if he was going to sign that. So me and Curtis were like, you know what? Seeing this, how it goes, screw it. You know what I'm saying? They don't seem like assholes enough to be like, oh, we're going to just take all your work and not give you credit for it. You know what I'm saying? So we were like, me and Curtis like came together and we were like, you know what? Yeah, we're going to sign it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to, we're going to take a leap of faith. So I signed mine, uh, after the the last, the next person who went in for the audition came out, I went in in there and said, Hey, look guys, I got to get to work. Here's my contract, you know? And, but I asked them before I left, I said, on this contract, it says, that everything has to go through you guys and you have to approve it. I came in on the first audition and I let you guys know that I had something coming up on YouTube, a show, an idea of a show that I'm going to be doing. I'm probably going to be working on it at around December, but I most likely it's going to get aired on my new YouTube channel, which is going to be around next year. So I, is that going to affect our relationship or whatever? And they were like, no, it's cool. You know, it's it's all good. No problem. So I said, they said, we'll work with you. We don't want to stop you from doing anything. So I said, cool, no problem. Bang. Then the guy, so the guy who, who, who I was talking to was like the like the manager, the guy who manages everything and is coming up with the, with the idea. And then there was another guy who's like the director. Now, no disrespect to anybody because I, again, I don't judge anybody, um, I'm very respectful and I don't think that I'm the shit. Like, so don't get me wrong when I say this, but the director of that, um, 
he was just like your typical Philly nigga. Like he was like looking at him and say, "You are the director." Like this can't be it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no way you're the boss. Like the boss, boss. Like there's no, there's no. You know, the person who was the manager, I can see them being a manager. Like, okay, you're a manager. You have that management look to you. You know what I'm saying? And then when I mean my management look, I don't mean like professional management look. I mean like hood management look. And again, that's nothing against him. I have no, you know, I'm not upset or I don't want, I don't want to think that you're, I'm poking fun at somebody. I'm not. But you got the hood management. You don't look like a, you know, a Fortune 500 management look. You know what I'm saying? And that's nothing against them. Again. All right. So. The director guy goes, the typical Philly nigga goes, hey, can you come in tomorrow to have a meeting since you're leaving? And I said, cool. He said, well, come meet with us around like four or five. Mind you, this is going to be Sunday that they asked me. They're coming, asked me to come the next day on a Sunday. I didn't have to work that that day. I took that day off because I wanted to take my girlfriend out on like a date for the day. You know what I mean? I call it, I called it stress-free Sunday for us. You know what I'm saying? So we went and got a couple's massage. We got something to eat. And then when this head came up, I was like, damn, that sucks. Cause I, it, again, it's falling into something I'm already doing, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? You got to make sacrifices, jump on opportunities. So I go in and I realized when he said four or five, I said, that's when the Eagles game literally is going to be ending. So you, you're telling me that you're not having this meeting earlier because you're going to watch the Eagles game. No problem. Typical Philly nigga. Just, just point that out there. So then I said, cool, no problem. So then we go. I leave. Go to work. The next day, I do my thing with my girl, and we have to end, end our day kind of early so I can make it there on time. Because I thought what I thought was going to be either a one-on-one meeting or a group meeting with all the new podcasters that are coming in so they can let us know what they're expecting from us on our shows. Because you know, I didn't know if I was going to be put together with somebody for with a co-host or if I was going to be by myself. I didn't know that. That's what the whole meeting was about. So I get there around 4.45. Now, guys, the last two times I've been here, they've been late. But I thought there's no way they're going to be late this time. You know what I'm saying? This is a, a meeting where we're going we're gonna to talk. There's no way they're going to be late. There's no way they're going to, you know, jock me around. So I bring my girlfriend with me and she says, I'll wait in the car. So I said, cool. I, I really wanted to come in. But the way the word the studios that is kind of like it's crazy sketchy. Like, it's, it's really bad. Like, and I'm glad she stayed in the car because the people that were waiting and playing pool in the waiting room were, did not look too friendly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't look like people you want to introduce you to your girlfriend. And again, that's not me coming at anybody. That's just the truth. So I get there. They're doing an interview, right? What it looks like to be an interview. So I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. And the, uh, the assistant lady who gave the contracts... The, the day before comes in with the cameraman. They go into the studio while they're recording and they come back out and they go out to this bar area that's outside where the waiting room's at. So I go and I meet up with them. I say, what's up to them? And they basically were like, oh, thanks for coming in early. This day and the third. So I said, all right, cool. Like, you know, like I 15 minutes and that's early. That's, I, if anything, I'm disappointed. I should feel like I should have came in way earlier. Come to find out, my guys, that... The, the meeting that they, they, they want to have is not starting at 4. It was not starting at 5. The meet, They told everybody from the day before to meet up at 6 o'clock. Now I'm pissed. Because now it is like 5.20. I have 40 minutes left and I have my girlfriend in the car. And now she has to wait out there. So I go out. So I said, well, give me a minute. I went out there and I told my girlfriend. I said, hey, 
this ain't starting for like another 25, I mean, for another 40, 45 minutes. If you want, I can take you home and I'll just come back. Because even if it starts at six o'clock, I know for a fact they're going to be late. So they're not starting at six o'clock. She said, no, I'm fine. You know, she's being as supportive as she can be, which I love her for that. So now she's in the car and I go back. Uh, we went to go get something at the gas station. We come back and now it's like six o'clock at this point, And now all the other podcasters have got there. Fine. Finally, we're going to have the meeting. Great. Eh, wrong. Did you think that? Did you think it was got? No, literally this did not happen. No one had a meeting until eight o'clock. Eight o'clock, like eight o'clock. Like what? Like, what are we? You told me to be here between four and five and I'm not seeing you until eight o'clock. And you know what the best part is? After they had literally because the interview had ended, they were just in there just chilling, eating, smoking like it was banana. Like I'm looking at this like, what did I sign up for? And that made me mad. I'm, I'm going to talk about that a little later, but like that made me mad. Like I really signed this dumbass contract. So I'm sitting there and they're ready. It's eight o'clock. They're ready to get the first person. Mind you, my girlfriend's been in the car all this time. Talk about a stress-free Sunday. Fuck that one up, didn't I? Literally, and they ask Curtis and Curtis's, I forget where, I'm sorry if I'm messing up her name, but they, his co-host, because they want to do them first. They're going to have the meeting with them first. I said, this is complete bullshit. I was here first. I've been here for hours, but they went in first. Didn't complain. I said, whatever. He comes out to get the second person literally 30, 40 minutes later, and he's looking who's going to pick next. And I'm looking at him like, what do you mean? I've been here. I'm next. I'm next. Like, like how are you going to just look around like, oh, I wonder who's coming? No, I'm next, buddy. Like, you know what I'm saying? And the assistant lady had to tell him multiple times, Steve has been here. Steve has been here. Steve has been here. So he said, well, well all right, we'll knock Steve out the way real quick. Thanks. You're going to knock me out like you should knock me out four hours ago. I get in there and we're and we sit down and they were like, so what do you want to do? They basically asked me what my outline for the for the episode is. So I give them a small outline of what I want to talk about because I don't know what you want me to talk about. Like if anything, they all they were talking about was like, oh, you have a pro wrestling connection because I'm a pro wrestler and I know other pro wrestlers, some in the independent scene and some in AEW and some in WWE. So they're like, oh, we can you know. You seem like you have some little bit, like you get some people. So I said, all right, cool. Is that all you want me to do? You just want me to get a pro wrestling podcast for you guys? Like, or am I free to talk about whatever? So literally 10 minutes into this conversation, I can realize that they don't know what they want from me. Literally all they wanted was for me to come in and do whatever I've been doing on the Philly Talks podcast to do it there. If that was the case, you should have just told me, you know what I'm saying? I thought you guys had some real ideas. I thought you guys had some real feedback to give me to move forward. Now I'm just realizing that you liked what I'm doing. So you just want me to bring it to your platform, which is cool. You know what I'm saying? That's why I, you know, it's a bigger platform, but like, I don't care about like, I could literally get 20 views on this, on this episode right now. And I'll be happy with that. I don't need the hundred, hundreds and hundreds, a hundred or thousands. I don't, I don't need that. I just, I like doing what I do. I like the convenience of doing this when I ever have to do, when I ever, when I want to do this. So literally 10 minutes in, I realized this is not going anywhere. This meeting is not going anywhere. And then I see the director bowl who had, he just finished smoking. He's now eating this big ass cheesesteak at the meeting. And he's, and then every once in a while he chimes in while his mouth is full. 
And I'm like, what the f-? Like, this is so unprofessional, but whatever. You can have it. Whatever. So I'm talking to the manager guy, and I finally bring up my YouTube idea. I said, I can bring this content to your YouTube channel, because I've seen your YouTube channel, and all you really have is a couple of artists doing freestyles. And you have a couple of interviews. Cool. I can now bring you a different type of interview where, you know, I'm not going to get into it. Once I announce what my YouTube idea is, I'll let everybody know. But I'm bringing you this new cool idea that can capture new audiences. And they were just like, well, how would that how how would that work? Like, what about our audience? I said, you already have your audience. If you just want me just to feed into your audience that doesn't make any sense because you're not trying to expand if anything you should be trying to find a way for me to get new audiences a casual audience who's not into hip-hop who's not into rap find another way for to get those people to now subscribe to your youtube channel get those people to get into the podcast get those people to now listen to your radio station you know what i mean like let's bring a new audience because you already have your audience i can't do anything with your audience they, your audience is your audience. I now can the only thing I can do is now use your platform to bring a new, different audience in to help you guys out. Because if we're going to be in business together, let's be in business together, rather than just being me on one side and you guys on the other side. Let's just form everything together and bring it all and bring it all into one, so we can all win. Well, they didn't. They didn't understand that. They were like, "No, we don't like that." If anything, if you do do the interviews on YouTube, we'll take two or three minutes of it. And we'll just put it on the show after I do a interview on the podcast. So I said, you want basically a whole interview on the podcast. And then you're going to put up on the same podcast another interview tour. Like, then you're just defeating the purpose. Like, we have content. Like, I know I can get content. Why would you want to throw all my content onto one episode? It just makes it harder for everybody at this point. It shouldn't, we shouldn't be making this hard. If anything, we should try to be making this as easy as possible. We should literally be taking all my content and putting it in different episodes so people can then give the respect to the person I'm interviewing. How I didn't understand how you want me to interview somebody on my podcast, which I'll be bringing to you guys, and then take another interview from the YouTube channel and throwing it onto the same. That doesn't make sense. Why not just split them up? Just split up the, the, the episodes. So every so the, the person who I'm interviewing doesn't feel like he's getting shortchanged. Because in his mind, he's like, well, damn, why did that person that you did the interview with in studio get 20, 30 minutes worth of interview? But me, who did the YouTube channel, I only got three minutes worth of it. And you guys aren't putting it up at all. And they're, and they're like, yeah, you know, nobody's going to listen to a 30-minute, like 40-minute interview. That's when I knew I was in the wrong place. That's when I knew I said, damn, this ain't it. This ain't like no one said 30, 40 minutes. But if you have a good interview with a conversation is going somewhere, you don't stop it at 10 minutes. You don't stop it at 20 minutes. Like you keep going because that's what people want to see, especially when they have young artists that they don't know and they have some really good content. All of a sudden they're like, I want to see more of this person. You know what I mean? So that's when I knew, because how are you asking me to be on a podcast and you want me to do an hour show, but you feel like nobody's going to listen to an interview 30 minutes long? How is that possible? It's a podcast. This is what people literally listen to podcasts for, for this very moment, for, for, to listen to interviews, interesting interviews, not just interviews or things like that, interesting interviews. So how can you sit there and be like, no one's going to listen to that? That's how I knew 
this this was not the place for me. But you know what got me the 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 let me, let me find my words because I don't want to say anything disrespectful. You know what got me heated the most? The the <clears throat> just just thinking about it makes me angry because you have to remember again, and I, I hate bringing this up, but my girl my girlfriend's in the car. She's been has been waiting for around four hours for me to leave this goddamn meeting. The, the director ball is literally has now finished his cheesesteak. And now he is now sleeping during the goddamn meeting. I'm talking about hoodie up, eyes closed, arms crossed, and my guy is fucking snoring his ass off during this meeting. I'm pissed. Because now I'm looking at the manager guy. The manager guy is looking at the, at the director who's sleeping and looking at him like, whatever. So I thought the manager was going to wake him up. Like, hey, if you, if you need to put some water in your face, leave the meeting, put some water on your face. No, he looked at him, looked at me, looked at him, looked at me and went, went on with the meeting. I said, this is the complete bullshit. This is bullshit on a thousand. I said, no, nah, y'all got that. I'm good. So they said, well, look, this is what we'll do. Come next Saturday and we'll and we'll and we'll and we'll record an episode. At this point, I, I really want to tell him, no, I'm done. But I say, you know what, Steve, don't quit too early. You know, th- th- this could be really good if you just stick it out. Well, I decided to come in. And now uh, what they have planned for me is that they're going to, this is what was like the fi- one of the final straws is when they said, we're going to have you record on a Saturday or a Sunday, and we're going to put your episode out on a Wednesday. And I said, damn. That sucks because anything that happens on the weekend, by Wednesday it can all change. So if I get if I look up and I research something, like anything that I research, like any explosive news, by the time it comes out, it's going to be either a late an old story, or b it won't be true because we come to find out that what I said isn't actually true because they've now brought up more of the story. So at this point, I'm I'm like I don't know if I really want to do this. But even then, now I said, I'm still going to come Saturday. I'm still going to do my thing. And I get there Saturday. And again, I call work. And I said, I'm going to be late. Mind you, my job does. Sorry about that, that guys. I got a, I got a phone call, so I had to pause it. Sorry. So like I was saying, continue with the story. I don't, my job doesn't have to. Uh, accommodate me by letting me come in late, but they are, and I'm 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 glad that they did. But I get there Saturday, right? I get there Saturday, and now I'm completely mad because I get there and I come in and there's nobody in studio. Like the studio lights are off, they're not on, and I'm looking around like, what the fuck? Like y'all literally told me to come in at twelve, so I'm just sitting there for like ten minutes. And I'm like, wow. Nobody here. Now this has been the final straw. This is where I'm like, I'm done. Because if this is this is like the fourth time I'm meeting with you guys, maybe fifth, and you're late. Like this is like the one thing that I know that you guys are consistent with is being late and starting late and being unprofessional. So like I it just wasn't for me. But lucky enough, John, the guy who I did the interview with the audition with, the R and B artist, he comes in because he's recording some stuff. And in the other studio across from us, 
and I, I started talking to him and I, and I, you know, I said, I was waiting for them. And he's like, oh yeah, they should be around. They were here last night, but they should be around. I said, cool. So the crazy part is I actually pitched my idea to John for the YouTube, excuse me, for the YouTube channel. And I said, would you like to be on? And John loved the idea. He said, bro, that's a really cool. I didn't tell him that, you know, that they didn't like the idea. I just gave him, that just pitched it to him to see if he would like to be a guest on it. And he loved it. He said, I, bro, the concept is awesome. I love it. Hit me up when you guys, when you want to do it, I'm dropping something around December. So I said, perfect. This would be great. I'll, I'll hit you up around that time so we can, you know, record it and upload it or either the day before or the day after or the same day that you drop your, your, your new, you know, your, your music basically. So he said, that's great. At this whole point, we've talked for maybe 20, 25 minutes and still nothing. No one's come in, nothing like that. It is now around 1240. And I'm like, well, I'm out of here. I'm done. I can't like, I, this is, I can't do this. Like this is, I'm, I'm wasting time. And the one thing I don't like to do is waste time because I feel like if you waste time, that like time is something you can't get back. And I, and I, I, I literally express this to everyone that I talk to. I'm only, like, don't get me wrong. I'm only 26 and I, but I feel a lot older. So when I talk to people who are younger than me, it's like time, you can't get time back. Like, you know what I'm saying? The one, like, the one thing you can't do is get it back. You can waste it, you can spend it, but you can't get it back. So there's no reason to do either one of those things unless you're sure you know what you're doing. So I left and I went to work. I, I go to work and I send an email and I basically just said, hey, I was supposed to meet with you guys to record today. You guys didn't show up. I'm not, I literally said this on the email. I said, I'm not angry or upset. I just think that this is going to be a recurring event with you guys. I would like to part ways with you guys and any any entity in the contract. I just want to part ways and because, you know, no hard feelings. I'd rather do my own thing, you know, but I still wish you guys the best of luck in everything you do. Lucky enough, the manager hits me up and says, cool. He sends me an email back and says, this is what he, this is what, what it gets me because this is, this is, mm. This is, this is something. Cause then he goes, well, let me, well, here, let me, uh, he says, I apologize. Uh, I was supposed to text you, text you early in the week, but we, uh, we decided to go in a different direction. And, um, yeah, I think he said we, de- we decided to go in a different direction. And I guess like they're, they're not, they're not going to use me. He said, thank you for the inquiry for, you know, trying to be a host or whatever. In my head, I'm like, what? Because either two things happen. Either A, you forgot again that you're supposed to do something you're supposed to do. So now you're trying to save face by being like, oh yeah, we were we were supposed to fire you earlier this week. Like, why didn't you just fire me at the meeting if you guys didn't agree with I? Because what he was saying is we saw different things during the meeting. We're just going to go a different way. You could have just done that at the meeting. Like, you know what? We're actually not going to go with your, you know, with you. Thank you. And it'll been over with. Or two, you really didn't want me to come back. You really were supposed to fire me and, and, you know, let me go. And you're so incompetent that you forgot to fire somebody. So if you're like, if you're, if you're incompetent to fire somebody, then you must be incompetent to now do your job. And again, I'm not coming at anybody. I'm not trying to, you know, but reality is reality. 
There's nothing wrong with spit stating facts. See, people think that when you say things like that, being incompetent, I like you're talking shit. But in reality, if there's a pattern and proof and facts that you're being incompetent, then you're incompetent. I'm just stating facts. I'm not being an asshole. You just incompetent. Like I'm I rather I'd rather not do business with you. So I literally laughed. I, I said I laughed because I said, thank the Lord. Because that like I literally appreciated them letting me go because all it did was stir up a fire in me to be like, I don't need to be in business with anybody. Like I'm literally doing what I'm doing because I love it. I don't like, I'm not doing it for the fans, like not for the fans, but I'm not doing it to be famous. I'm not doing it for money or anything like that. I just do it because I like to do it and it feels good to own my own thing and do something when I want to do it. Not when I feel like I have to do it. You know what I'm saying? So it felt good. And I was like, Thank God they let me out of that because that was, that was not the move for me. That was not it. Like that was, I know, I always knew my worth, but I guess I'm just disappointed that when it came down, because I tell everybody, if you're going to sign a contract, make sure it's the right deal for you. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I didn't do that with myself. So it's hard for me because now I realize that I didn't practice what I preached. You know what I'm saying? But now I guarantee you, like, if I if I do sign a contract with somebody else, I will definitely know my worth and be like, we have to redo this. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason to to get into another contract that I just I'm fishy about. Because I was fishy about this whole thing once they gave me the contract. I would it, it just didn't sit right for me when I signed it. It felt like I had signed a deal with the devil, and I was just like, I don't know if I really want to do this, but. I'm glad they let me go. I'm glad I'm now able to do my own thing again. And it just, again, it, it, it inspired me to keep to keep doing what I'm doing, but 10 times better. So stay tuned. I'm going to let you guys know about the, the YouTube channel and the new show. All that will be, I'll, I'll update you guys all on that. But yeah, it was good to get that off my chest because it was, you know, it just, it just felt good. It just felt right. I don't know how to explain it other than that. The moment he said, we're going different directions, we're breaking the contract, it was like a weight lifted off my chest, and I said, and I could breathe again. I was like, thank God. This is awesome. But hey, again, all the best wishes to hip hop since 1987. To Curtis and his and his co-hosts and all and everybody else who's, who's doing a podcast who got hired for that. I hope you guys do your thing. I hope you guys are all successful. Like, I, I wish you all the best. But guys, that's been another episode of Philly Talks. I'm your host, Big Baby Steve. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys on the flip side. You. Guys, thanks for tuning into the podcast. This was a good episode. I've been waiting to put this episode off for a minute. I'm glad I finally decided to, you know, record it and put it out. Uh, this should be going up right away. Um, but I want well, what I wanted to do before I let you guys go is, um, if you, I, I don't know if you guys remember a couple episodes back, I put up, um, I was talking about this young lady named Tati who had uh, was on YouTube and she was a part of this. Uh, this studio period showcase that's what it's called and um 
and she was singing and she had sung a cover song and then she had sung her own song. So, you know, I just checked when she first put it out, she had maybe around 70 views after, you know, I'm after we, I put her up on the podcast and I gave her a shout out and everything. She's up to almost 300. So if you haven't heard it yet, go on YouTube, click in studio period, studio period showcase Dati. She's a great young artist. Go ahead and check her out. Uh, she, I think she'll blow you away. And I think if you, if you're looking for, uh, for me, I love female vocalists. I like, I like listening to females either rap or sing, um, English or Spanish. Hell, any other language doesn't even matter. Any other language. I like hearing them, uh, sing. I like vocals from female. I don't know. They just have their tone and their, and the voice are just, you know, when you find the right one, you're like, oh, she can, she's killing it. So. That's what I got from her. And, you know, again, I just I just be like to put out good vibes and, you know, show support. So if you haven't seen it yet, go on YouTube. Again, this is Studio Period Showcase Dati on YouTube. Give her a like, give her a comment. You know what I'm saying? She's really cool people and she's a very great singer. So hit her up. You know what I'm saying? All love. All right, guys. I'll see you guys next time.